Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Y'all, I'm back here. It's Poots here. I'm back. It's Reality Gaze, of course. I'm back with my friend and yours, straight man who should be <laughs> should be gay by for everything he yeah. covers. Um, Ryan Bailey from So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. Yay! I'm not. By the way, I'm not proud that I'm straight. It's I, I'm not a. <laughs> you should. I'm not be. a. I'm not a proud straight man. You I better be glad let everybody... we're you on this show. <laughs> we, I'm just gonna say this. I was thinking about this. As on the show called Reality Gaze, there have been there's been a straight man, Kyle from Kyle and Kyle and Kim. There's been Mary Payne, who she could go either way, really. She yeah, she I is mean, a straight woman, but come on. Yeah. Um. She 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 did she she wouldn't she wouldn't she wouldn't uh, flinch if she saw some gay sex. She might clutch her purse. <laughs> but um. And then we have Ryan yeah. who uh, uh fits. Like checks every Listen, box I, that a I gay should, man would want. <laughs> I, I'm even confused why I'm not gay. Believe me, I would. All, and by the way, if anybody ever like, I, I've had this on my DMs a lot too. Of like, listen, girl, like, or like, a, like a girl will be like, oh, just yeah. between, just between us girls, and like, so I You're do like, get talked a lot. Like, I, well, I do get talked like I'm a gay man, and like, which is totally. By the way, my best friend, like, that is a huge compliment for me. There's like, nothing. My best friend wrong is gay. My yeah, father's okay. gay. <laughs> Show me your boobs. How do you like that? Yeah, no, it's it, it, but it's it's really because a lot of these shows are really like they they are um they are women and gays yes. gay man shows or and gay yes. men and women shows like they these shows belong to them but these are always the shows from day one that I've loved and I don't yeah, I yeah. couldn't tell you exactly but I and finally I found like an outlet with through podcasting to be able to talk and there's so many great people that like them too but I was watching this 16 years ago and I was married at the time and my wife didn't want to watch it with me right. I was watching this, this by myself it was something you 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 might as well be in the lifestyle except for dick sucking which yeah. is totally fine you know <laughs> we'll we'll allow you to be here yeah, we, we no, I I appreciate you sharing your gay venue with me. Yes, <laughs> you know what? You may as long as you can get in there and 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 do some snaps. And when when I when, <laughs> when if if I ask who's got the biggest dick in the summer house, 
You 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 immediately have an answer and and Sierra, don't, don't yeah. blink. Sierra. Well, yeah. um, yeah. And he uh, just FYI, before we started recording, he told me to gay it up a little bit. Yeah, I don't know I what did. that means. Yeah. That was yeah. offensive. Well, I did say, like Jake in from, from from below deck. Hopefully, you can wear a thong this episode. <laughs> How do you know I'm not? You can only see oh. me from that like. But I feel like I'm glued to my bed. Like I've got like such a podcaster's body now. Like it's like this isn't doing. <laughs> Like I'm not in. Let's just say I'm not in the greatest shape of my life through podcasting. None know? of us. None of us are. It's. Yeah. I I have tried during the pandemic to kind of and and I to an extent I've I've tried to stay active, um. But like the only way I've found to do that is by forcing myself to invest in things that my I hear my mother's voice. God, you spent all that money, Jay Bird. You might as well use it. <laughs> um. So it's only through guilt. And signing up for things that I don't really want to do, like Pilates classes, or I've got with a trainer, and I and my train. I told my trainer if I try to cancel on you, ask me the reason. And if I say yep. if, I, if my reason sounds like made up, yeah. uh, and if I don't, if I don't, if I argue with you one time, you tell get your ass up here, and I'll see you. I I I really am of that nature. Like if I sign up for an exercise class. That's all you need. Like that it gives me, like it makes me feel good. Like I feel like I did something. Like I don't want yeah. the actual class. I want to get to the point where I feel like, you know what? I'm going to do it this time. Like the class is neither here nor there. It's just the signing up. That's the it's, hard part. That's the hardest part. But yeah. I will say, and I'm not someone, and I, I got a Peloton this past year, like everyone. Um, and I I was someone who didn't love, I still, I, I like exercise when I'm, as soon as I'm done with it. Um, but uh, my trainer once called me, you, you're you're almost an athlete now. And I was like, oh my God, did you just call me an athlete? Oh my God, I'm an athlete. <laughs> uh, I, and, and my trainer's like, I didn't say you were an athlete. I was like, fine, I'm going to hear athlete. Yeah, fine. Um, my, my roommate has a Peloton and like I, I do the classes, but like, you're right. It's like afterwards, I'm really happy with myself. But during like, I flat out like curse out Jess King. I'll oh, be yeah. like, shut I'll be like, shut up, oh. shut up. Shut oh, up. Like, she, I'm so, I'm like, stop it. Stop with the smile. Why are you looking at me like that? She's, I, it's not that I don't like her. I find it hard because she makes me work so hard and it looks so easy for her. Oh, they're and, like not even breaking a sweat. And Cody yeah. Rigsby has like a full on vagina monologue the whole time. <laughs> like he talks the whole time. He and does. I'm like, I, I can't even, I can't even catch my breath you, half the time. You have to get used to Cody Rigsby talking. He's, he's not always my first choice, but if I'm going to have fun, I'll choose him. I, and, and uh, because I, I love uh, usually we talked about my, my pilot for salt wives in the last oh, episode. Yes, yeah. I love women who are most of the time over 40 fifties ish women. I love Christine Dare Cole. She's is, is my that, favorite. Is that the one with the, the really muscular thighs? Yes. Yeah. She always tells you these are, these, these aren't dancer thighs or like, she'll always be like, yeah. you know, uh, yeah, I, I had her the other day and she's I like her because she's a little, she's like, I said, she scares me a little like, uh, uh, like the actress we were just like, talking about. Uh, Frances McDormand. Frances yeah. McDormand. But, like she does like kind of sometimes look at me and I get scared. She looks right through you. Yeah, that's yeah. why I like her. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, uh, it's it's something something about her. She's a bike racer and she 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 looked at me one time and she and I was like having a hard time and she looked right in the screen and went, what if you can? And I went, oh God, what if I can? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, it is, it, 
exercise, I've had an uneasy relationship with exercise my whole life because it's gym class. I was the little boy who couldn't do anything because I yeah. wasn't coordinated enough. Uh, I'm like, put me in music class where I can make, I can make, I can do good for all things. Yeah. I did show, uh, I did show choir. That was like yeah, my exercise. Of course you did. God, yeah. fag. Um, <laughs> but I love doing, by the way, show choir was always so stupid because you do like Stevie Wonder, like very superstitious, <laughs> running on the wall. Like it was always the whitest thing you've ever, and we would like just ruin poor Stevie Wonder. 13 music, month you know? old baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, show choirs don't do don't do songs with the lyric. Is it thirteen month old baby? I feel like <laughs> yeah, or Billy Jean, not my, my lover. lover. She's just a kid. <laughs> um, uh, Matt Matt has gone on extensively about his show choir experiences. Oh, um, it was called Step on Stage. I have a like a sparkly blue tie and cummerbund. <laughs> and I used to think like like sophomore year of high school, I was like, I'm pretty badass. And I was like, no, 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 I wasn't. You know, what percentage of those boys have gone on to uh, become interior designers since oh, then? <laughs> well, the one, well, my one uh, friend Brian, who like uh, you know, he came out uh, after college, and he's now like a musical theater person. He does like. Broadway play like musicals and stuff. And like, it, it was wild. Like it was, it was really that whole crew. Like I saw, I saw so many people come out through the course of my high school experience being <laughs> in the theater department and the show choir. And it was like, I was just like, once again, though, I was like, I was always just happy to be around, you know, You're like when's it my turn. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> am I never going to be special? God, why, why don't I love dicks? You know, <laughs> you know what? I will say it's an acquired taste, but once you get there, <laughs> Oh, you get, once you get there, it's, it's kind of hard to give up. Oh, oh you um, you think it's like a like there's like a gateway drug element? Like if you start I, I smoking crack, like you, you're gonna love you, it. You when you, the first time you think about it, when you're kind of like looking, the first time you first of all, it's it's obviously as a boy, you're not you're not ever thinking you're gonna go through life sucking dicks. Uh, yeah, but well, you, I, yeah, but yeah. there was one there's one moment where the guy first takes his pants off and you're kind of eyeing it. How do I do this? How do I? How do I? But then after a while, you just take to it like a horse. It's just, you just get on, you you and the horse know what to do. And you and the dick are just communicating. Oh my and God. So it's like a foreign, it's like a foreign language that the more you yeah, put into it, the more you. You and the dick only speak. Yeah. You know, it's like I, parcel tongue. I was talking, <laughs> that's, I was, I was talking about uh, losing my virginity on the pod the other day. And it's, you know, obviously it was in the back of a Chevrolet and well, it, all of them should be. Yes. I mean, yeah, that's, that's kind of why you get one, but Classic. it was like, it's still to the, like, I remember going into it, like knowing, like, I'm not an idiot. I know that th this thing goes in a hole, but yeah. still like, it's still like, I was like, but how, like, what, like no. you don't, if you've never done it, you're like, but how is it gonna, like, what if I, you know, you just don't understand that. And then, then it's there and it's fine. But then I remember after that first time I like, all of a sudden I like forgot again. I was like, Oh my God, I don't, I didn't really clock what I was doing. <laughs> like I didn't really clock what I was doing. I didn't write, I anything didn't down. write the steps yes, down. That's what I'm saying. And then you go, Oh, okay. This is so easy. Like, um, but it was so funny. Like the worry that go, and most guys probably aren't like that, but the worry that went into that first sexual experience, like I was just, and then I remember it was like the, the Chevrolet and 
like the it was like a tattered back seat and i remember like the <laughs> this stuffing is so romantic already right, you're, yeah, you're, yeah. the you're, stuffing the you're... stuffing of the car was coming out on my knees and oh. like i remember like i remember like a piece of like car stuffing like was attached to my hip so when i took off my beautiful pants, story I, I came in and my dad was up like what, what hey son and i was like oh my god i wonder if he saw that i just lost my virginity like <laughs> i wonder if he was like who the fuck is that man coming into this house and uh yeah the smell of mildew from the car <laughs> it all blended together Oh my god! And then I bought her flowers the next day, but oh she was, god, yeah. You, and then she she you are she, romantic. She wasn't. She was not into it. She she <laughs> she wasn't. I like. I was. I thought I was in love, and then it was just Ryan. Bad. Don't you know the way to get a girl into you is to ignore her? <laughs> no, I do believe. We don't know. That is. I have so many friends that are girls, and that really does seem to work. Like if you treat a girl like shit, they oh. really seem oh, to oh, respond oh. to that. I'm like, that so girl. Well. I'm like, that girl. But I see. If you... I was. I was always the guy that was like, I don't understand. Like, do you realize they're treating you like shit? Like, do you what? So you like that, and I could never bring myself to do it because I, I would try to be mean, and then I would feel bad like an hour later. You know? Yeah. No, I'm telling you, if you if you can gaslight me and make me feel <laughs> super special one night. And then text me, and then you can gaslight the shit out of me, love bomb me, or at least affection bomb me the second date, never speak to me again for like four weeks. Mom, you're going to be so up in my fucking head. Yeah, and that's that's the love of your life. Uh, you're going to live rent-free. I've already <laughs> pictured us and our two French bulldogs. Um, <laughs> that's that's how i'm not as bad as i used to be but that it used to be the way you, you all you had to do was ignore me and and then i was just like uh and now um uh i it's now it's to a thing of i want to be with someone who is who i can have a good time with who i feel like i'm on a level playing field with and i and i always tell people now people who are dating i'm like here's the thing Find someone you can tolerate. <laughs> That's someone you can spend time together, tolerate. Uh, that, but I say on the podcast all the time, the notebook isn't real. the The romantic, oh yeah, the oh, romantic yeah, fantasy isn't real. Spend and by the time. way, I I love that I, I I'll say that defensively. Like you know it, you know like love movie love doesn't exist. You know that, right? Like I'll always yeah. be defensive about it. Like, but you're you like, know, I kind of want it. I kind of no, it. of course. Like I, I grew up on say anything of John Cusack oh. with a boombox over his head. Like I, I grew up on movie love and TV love. Ross and Rachel from Friends, or what? Yeah. I grew up on these things, and unfortunately, life is sometimes like I remember going on a dating app for the first time, and I said what I, I did. I was like podcasting at the time, and. And I, but she was like, oh, let me listen. And I was like, oh, no, 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 Cause, no. Because, no. because, well, because I just, I'm, I'm just really silly and goofy on yeah, the yeah, podcast. Yeah. And I'm talking about shit that most guys don't talk about, you know, right. like, they most, so uh, she's like, oh, I found it. And uh, the next day she was like, I listened to your podcast. And like, I'm like, oh, cool. You're still talking to me. Shit, you not. She unmatched with me. So, hey, guys, please check out the pod if you're ever uh, – like she – and I was like – and I took that personally. Like, that by the way, that's still, that still flashes in my head of like, wow, like what people, what episode was it? What did I do? You know? People ask me when I say I'm a podcaster, um, uh, they're like, what? oh, what's the name of your show? And I was like, This American Life. <laughs> yes. uh, um, uh, I'm like, you uh, may have heard of it. 
Um, uh, New York Times, The Daily. Exactly. Uh, sometimes I, you know, I um, uh, armchair expert. You may like. You may know, you may have heard of it. I um, just like there's no way to present myself as cool when I say I would almost be better off just saying I'm an actor and then just leaving it at that. Oh, that's the worst thing to say. But but you're right. It's I people say and I'm like when I try to tell people what I do, um, they're like, oh, what do you what do you podcast about? I'm like reality television. <laughs> my par- my parents like they're like some of my some of our friends listen to you and I'm like oh no 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 and I and I'm like I like I'll see them at like the holiday parties and they'll always be like hey I listen to you but it's never like it's never like you know I love it it's always like, like I checked uh checked that out you should be ashamed of yourself yeah, like, boy I'm doing you a favor by not telling your parents what you speak about. Uh, my uh, my sister in law will listen sometimes. She's like, we listen to you guys sometimes. I'm like I'm like really, and and I think, did I say anything? I don't. I don't. I never really say anything bad about them. But I, I do my mother on the podcast. But my mother says, God, I don't have time to listen to a podcast. I'm very busy. Um, <laughs> and uh, but my parents uh, come on my podcast, and I've talked to my parents more honestly on their their interviews on my podcast than I ever did in my entire life. Like I, like the, the mic gave me the courage. I, I don't even know that. what, like I, I, I found out about their first like sexual experience together, <gasps> I bet, which was just horrifying. But like the mic turns on and you're able to just like all of a sudden, like ask anything you want. And then the mic goes off and then I'm back to awkwardly interacting with my parents. That is so true. Cause I, we interviewed my mother for um, a podcast with Nikki Levy. Don't tell my mother. And, uh, and my mother was supposed to tell, she kind of, she kind of was playing a part, but she, she kind of wasn't super vulnerable, but like, and I felt, I felt like you, it was like a truth serum. And I think that's the thing about what people love about podcasts is with the microphone comes on, then it just becomes about you talking to someone else. And it's kind of hard to bullshit your way through things. That's that's the most exciting part of the podcast. Yeah. Is that, like, I think it's like six months in also, I really started like, I know exactly who I'm speaking to. Like, totally. you know, like you really start to like actually know these people and you're like, Oh, I'm just, I'm just really the, the big, I'm the, the one that's talking all the time in yeah. this group. You, you know, like I'm just the one monopolizing the conversation, but I know who I'm speaking to. Also, I made my mom uh, read the WAP lyrics by Cardi B online. She had no, she was like, what does WAP mean? Like, and my, <laughs> oh my God. Oh God. Your poor mother. <laughs> yeah, I know. She just fun. went, Oh, I'm not going to do that. She goes, Ryan, <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> you're, you're like, uh, you're like, what's, um, what's the one who always, was it Bam Margera's when he made his parents do oh, things? I hope I don't turn out like Bam. Is yeah. Like, still- is he still well, is he no, dead? Is he still No, alive? no. Like he tried to be in the new Jackass movie and they wouldn't let him until he got sober. So he's like suing all of them. But like, yeah, I used to, I grew up on Bam Margera. He would like run into his parents' room in the middle of the night with cameras. Yes. Yeah. I remember that. Um, and I was like, that boy's going to go crazy one day. Um, <laughs> the friend, whenever That's me as a child. But it's always in a voice like, hey, boys, want to play something? Get away, faggot. <laughs> Uh, we always say that there's going to be, we're going to do a, uh, oh, sorry, I choked you. We yeah. always, uh, we always do a, um, a thing. There's always be a show called little poodle where I go, Hey, this is anyone going to hear me talk about Alfred Lord Tennyson or, or something. <laughs> and people are like, no, I'm like, okay, I'll just go read by myself again. Oh, well, <laughs> 
by the way, like that really was my childhood in Kansas was I just read books in this one oh, chair when I was a kid. Ryan. I remember my dad going, something's wrong with him, Becky. I used to play, I used to play stickball outside and like I would never go outside to play. I would just read books. I was an indoor child. And then when I was forced to go outside, I would take a book with me. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> I remember bringing in fifth, fifth grade, I had the hardcover version of It by Stephen King. Of course. And I remember being made fun of like, it's like a thousand page book. And for some reason I needed to bring it to school with me. And I would just get teased mercilessly for this. Uh, I would, I would read books. I've already talked about on the podcast how my mother would say, Jaybird, do you read another book about the Holocaust? You're reading another book that you get at the library. She's like, maybe not this time. And she's like, oh, what is that one about? The Roanoke Colony? <laughs> Good Lord. What do you think? They just went away. That's all you need to think about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, I read books about like mysteries or horrible things to try to understand how the world, like I, I, I was, I've talked about this before. I was obsessed with why the Holocaust happened as a child. When I found out what it was, normal childhood thing, and yeah. and I, but I kept reading books and books about it, and my mother's like, "That's it, no more books about the Holocaust, Jay Bird, no more." Oh, mine was um, uh, nuclear war. Like yes. I was fascinated with nuclear war, and I thought we were going to be in a nuclear winter at yeah. some point. And like this is like fourth or fifth grade, where I was like. I remember asking like my teacher, like, what do we do if a nuclear you're, bomb hits? Like, where you're trying we to sort it out for yourself. Yeah, I live in Kansas. Like, I'm like, what is? And I always I remember as a kid thinking like, Kansas is kind of the heart of America. It's like in the middle. It's like in the little middle right. And yeah. like, I was like, if I I would I would hit Kansas first. Like, so I always thought we were about to like get attacked at some point. I was just like a weird kid. Little that you know, Kansas wasn't even on their radar. <laughs> No, that's, oh, oh, the only way, the only time I did, the only time I did go outside, I, my mom had like a big witch's cape. And so this is like, I shit you not, like sixth, sixth or seventh grade, way too old to be doing this. I created like a superhero persona uh -huh. where I had like uh, a whip, uh, like a, a whip that I had gotten Silver Dollar City, a Ooh, witch's kinky. cape, a mask. And I would run around this place called the Trails in Kansas, like right by the, and I would like spy on like kids. And I thought I was like a superhero. Sounds like a creeper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> By the way, well, you know, I only served like a minimal sentence for all of this. And it's like, I'm, I'm good now. No, no. But it was like, that was like, to me, being a superhero was like, kind of like a job. Like, I was like, if I work really hard, I could be a superhero. Like, it, for me, it was like a, like a job prospect, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, it's interesting what we now imagine, what we did as kids and how we, how everything kind of led here. And I don't yeah. know if that's good or bad. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I think there's waves of both. Like, it's it's yeah. like a good wave, yeah. Y'all, speaking of waves and making waves, <laughs> it is Summer House and it's back. We're in season six. Where's my lover, boy? Um, and y'all, we're meeting the, we're, there's two new cast members. I assume Luke is going to join us sometime. Yeah. Luke's um, in Minnesota. Yeah. Minnesota. Um, and, but, uh, we've got all the old reliables. We've got, uh, Kyle who apparently is like 65 now. Um, but, and you uh, would sense the tension in Kyle at all times. Oh my God. I, I, I think, cause I, even on winter house, I feel like he did not. He didn't know how to relate because he wasn't king of the hill anymore. 
and he yeah. didn't know what his what his role was on the show. He, he was, was getting very confused by Austin and Craig, and then and then when he went out in Winterhouse and saw like four like four people making out in the jacuzzi, he was like, "I used to make out in the jacuzzi." Yeah, and I find him interesting, uh, but I'm more worried about, yeah. like I said on the previous episode. Y'all, this became uh, the the last ten minutes became like a really scary, like Jenna Rollins film, <laughs> or, or the or under the influence, yeah, yeah, very under or or like whatever happened or uh, not whatever happened. Uh, uh, it's it's very uh, who's afraid of Virginia Woolf or something like. I'll tell you what, Richard, I'm gonna do this. I'm sorry for having fun. Ah, <laughs> uh, you what you are. Who who does this? In what world do you break all my stuff? We're not going to any fucking therapy. And now, then you see the polar opposite of Carl, six months sober, skin looking better than ever, just looks like a king. Like, I mean, Carl almost makes me want to get sober, you know? Okay. Carl, Carl Radke, for me, will still be the hottest man on radio television. He is just, there. everything about him is a huge penis. We and three balls. We already know. Well, the three ball. See, I feel like we always skip past the three balls. But like, sit there and think about that. That's like a. I feel like that. She's like that's a ninety day fact. He has three balls. You guys, mm-hmm. like yep. you're like. Let me just break it down. We usually have two balls. He has three. That's He's already a ball. superior race. <laughs> yeah, like that's one extra ball. And if you a fan of somewhere else, he also let a guy blow him once. Yes, true. Yeah, and that keeps me going. Um, when, when I'm having a bad night, uh, but there's something about Carl that even when he's not looking bad or he's not looking his best, I'm just like, Oh my God, I would beg for it from you. Um, (laughs) Hey, come on. What what would be the approach for Carl? If you, if you could just like get like, you know, one shot, like what would, you know what it would be? It would be, I'd have to establish like a really, I'd have to establish something really flirty with him. And we both have to be drinking, obviously. Obviously, but yeah. we we would have to be flirty, and I'd get him very comfortable. Uh, <laughs> this sounds this sounds really kind of gross. <laughs> yeah. but have you sounds, poisoned him at like, this point? Has he got? It the sounds like up? then I'd roofie him. But no, yeah. I I think it, you know what it would be. We would have. I think it would have to be not. It would be, have to be so non sexual. We'd have to like talk all night. Yeah. And we'd, we'd talk about our fears and our dreams. And then when I'd already decided it's not, this is not going to happen tonight, yeah. he would like take me in his arms and like just kind of kiss me. And then we would bang it out in his bed. Um, I love that you're, I like, what would, what would the pit, like what, you know, you have one shot, what would you do? Well, we would just talk normally and then he would kiss me. Like that, yeah. you would like, <laughs> you're so, you're actually doing nothing. He's just decides to kiss you at one point because you got, Yeah, because he's so really into me. Yeah. Yeah. I, and cool. I think, but no, I, I know, I trust my, I trust my, um, my charm and my kind of getting people to where I, I, I know how to get people's walls down. Um, but I think it, 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 the heart, exactly. I think it'd be harder because he does, he does, it seems like he does prefer to sleep with women, but it may take a little time to make him thinking it's okay. I'm just a person. So that's where I would go. Yeah, like you're like like I'm more of like think of like Che Diaz and think of like oh you know just different kind of well I but a lot less annoying. (laughs) But I I will say though, like last season Carl started making his bed every morning and drinking like I started making my bed, but I was like 
shit, that guy gets up. He's like, the first thing I do, I make my bed. And I'm like, I got to start making my bed. Like, I want to be more like Carl. Like, you know, like I really he's, admire that guy. He's, I think it's, I think he's really changed his life around. I'm surprised he did this season. Um, I guess it's more, more good stuff for, uh, for lover boy, obviously. But, um, uh, I, I think I love, and if you guys, spoiler alert, currently it, it has been confirmed that he and Lindsay are dating, which I don't they're know. Not, if they're a, knocking boots. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing because well, I love hub house. I love Lindsay, but my favorites. she's truly reality TV gold. And for the first, when I first started watching summer house, she annoyed the shit out of me. Um, but she grew on me so quick. Uh, and I, I got mad into the show too. And he's like, Oh, I can't stand Lindsay by episode five. Lindsay was his favorite. Dude, she, she was one of my favorite interviews I ever did. Cause she got, oh she got tipsy during it. And then I made, I made her, I made her, she went and found the thing like last season. It was like, you know, uh, her year and like her next couple of years, like married oh with babies. God, yes. She was like, Oh, here you go. And she like held it up. And I was like, yeah, I was so excited. I'm going to get married and then yeah. I'm going to get activated. Um, and oh, she's but just with Carl, the Carl though, like they're, they, I'm so happy that they found each other or they're, they're like deciding to really go for it, but it could either go so perfectly yeah. and amazingly, or it could go really badly. Like, I mean, and I, I don't want to yeah. be negative, but like, imagine, you know, Carl's totally sober. Lindsay has a couple drinks, gets loose. Like, I don't know. You know, I want to believe mm -hmm. in everything, but like, just, we've got to give it time, you know? Yeah. And to me, my first thought would be Carl's pretty new in his sobriety and maybe dating someone like Lindsay who does like her drinking. And when she does drink, she gets a little wild. Uh, but I have, I have hope and I'm just glad that they're friends first yeah. and they do, they do care very much for one another. So I feel like if they did break up in the future, they'd still remain friends. So yeah, well, remember when, cause they, they tried this a couple of seasons ago, but like they never had sex. He just finger blasted her on yeah. the bed <laughs> and like, and then they're like, did she do anything to you? No. And like, I was like, I always try to, it was like, it's like the, the little person from 90 day. I was trying to imagine like, so what's that situation where Carl totally <laughs> fingers are on a bed and then nothing happens for Carl. What's the, you know? what's the football plan? Uh, the football play <laughs> schedule. That's the, okay. I've been talking to straight men too long. Cause that was a sports metaphor. <laughs> By um, the way, you're talking, I do not know sports at all. So that like totally fell on perfect. deaf ears. Yeah. That was, I said something like that to Mary Payne the other day and she's like, don't know sports. And I was like, yeah. okay, good. Yeah. Um, so then the, we have a new Kyle and Amanda we talked about before. They've been engaged for going on 35 years now. Yeah. Um, but it's all the same usuals. We have uh, Sierra, we have Paige, we have uh, 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 who else? Uh, Hub House, Lindsay, and Danielle. Um, I'm still surprised Danielle wants to do this show. I feel Danielle like Danielle is the most well-adjusted person. And that's why she gets very little screen time because Danielle, you, but see, you have to have Danielle because Danielle was an ally to hub house. Cause last season you had like, you had the, uh, the page, Hannah, Sierra, yes. um, potentially, uh, Amanda conclave. So Danielle is essential when hubs was like by herself on an Island. You're exactly now, right. 
but now, but also I think people really genuinely do because we do worry about these characters as they get older. So I found my place where at first I was kind of bored by Danielle the first couple of seasons. And now I'm kind of like, wow, look at her life. She's really, she's look at her. She's like, she brought snacks for her bedroom. <laughs> like I was, I like, like I watched it. She like put hid chips on her dresser and I was like, yeah, old girl. She's yeah. got her, she's got her, she'll, she's got her acid reflux medicine. She's all yes. good to go. When the girl and the new people are like, what, Maya and Adam, the bodybuilder? Maya and Alex. Alex. Uh, and, and oh, Andre, 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 hey, look at, look at, look at, look at my huge dong in my boxer briefs. Hey. Now, I've got to say, uh, he is, it's interesting. I think he's, I think he's a very, of course, a very attractive man, but his model. That's kind of you. I, I, I was being, I'm being generous here. He's okay. Um, his, someone, I was talking about him being very good looking. Someone, what listeners sent me his modeling photos. Holy shit. Bitch knows how to take a picture. Dude, it, uh, I even like, like he, the, there's one shot that all, like all my friends were like all my girlfriends and guy friends were talking about was that oh one shot God. of him in his little underwear. Yes. And he's like, he's been out drinking all night. He has like a 30 pack and like his little time, like he's like when I wear boxer briefs, he's wearing teeny tiny undies because he's got like a huge, his huge junk around he's with 30 abs. Dick. Yeah. Like it's... by the way, I would beg to be on a reality show. If that was me, I would beg. Yeah. And I, and it's think, and I, it, I don't think there's that much to him. Um, but I think he's a good time. And, but I do think we see later on you guys that he was really hurt by Paige saying, I'm not really ready to get in a relationship. We see him crying to Luke Gulbrinson, who's not in this episode, (laughs) but I can't wait for him to get there because he usually brings his guitar. And last season he was like, Oh God. Like he would sit, try to like, we made up songs. We made up songs he would sing. (laughs) I, uh, well, he came on the pod and I asked him to sing it on the pod. And then he was like, and then he was like too shy, but then like later he texted me. He was like, "I'm actually recording that song, so I would love to give it to you when it's <laughs> of done." I was like, did. "I was like, yes, man!" But like he's like he's so good looking that people like it's like uh, that dirty Bobby guy from the hills, Justin like, Bobby, Justin Bobby. I love you. It's like of they've course convinced- I know he that was part of my sexual awakening. I'm sure, oh, but they've they've Jesus. convinced like they've convinced him that he can sing, and like I've seen his band, and it's like he the cannot sing, but that's. Like, but when you're that good looking, you're pro- you probably think you can do anything because anything you do, people compliment. Oh, the level of a of a straight white man who looks like that, there's there's no there's no reason to form a personality. No, Ever. not at all. So, by the way, when when Luke is like tapping trees for maple syrup, I'm like, good for you. You don't even have to do this. No, what was he just not to not to ask too many questions? Was he putting on something or was he super normal? Or almost what too normal. on something like like to like trying to was he was he was he feeling like he needed to put on an act? No, or? I got this. I got the sense that he thinks of himself as a very deep person. That's exactly think, what it feels I, like to me. I think he was very shocked about the Hannah situation because I know women probably have thrown themselves at him, and he thought, "Well, we just touched. You know, we just kind of touched each other's privates. We didn't have sex. I'm right. a good guy." Like I think he was like like so surprised about all of the hate he got and stuff. So he's, I think a little shell shocked, but overall you could just see like, Oh, he's, he seems just kind of like that, like a good doofy guy, you know? Yeah. And, and I think he's always trying. I think he really does want to be a deep person. I think that he wants to be perceived as that. And he works a little, he worked a little too hard at that for winter house because it was like, 
and it's going to be interesting to see his dynamic on the show, especially with uh, with Andrea and the new guy who Alex, I don't even know enough about. Uh, but he's, he's very fitness- like. He eats a lot of turkey, ground turkey. <laughs> two, like pounds two pounds of ground turkey. The, all that house smells like protein farts. Um, <laughs> and and Ma- Maya, who I have high hopes for, we didn't. She didn't get a lot of screen time, but no. she's she's single after being engaged for five years. And yeah, six months single now. Yeah, six months single. Yo, this is not a good idea. After six months sing- being six months being single after a five year engagement. You're going to do – she's going to go wild or she it's going to make her want to run back to her fiancé. That's uh, good though. I mean that – but we – you know, that should be, you know, like – and that's what the producers think. It should be fascinating to watch, yeah. you know, with that kind of – because you potentially could get a call to the ex or a call from the ex. Ooh, so she'll have to yes. cry at some point about that. There's a lot of opportunities and I think the Paige Sierra stuff, it cracks me up because there was a scene of them just in bed on their phones. And I'm like, wow. Them. But I, but I'm like wow like not missing Hannah at all like no, Sierra is, no. Sierra is so in that Hannah role where she's in the same spot that Hannah would be in the bed with Paige but it's Sierra flawlessly like, I, I I you know those producers are like high fiving each other oh. because Hannah gave all of them so much trouble we actually interviewed both of them or we talked to them and Hannah 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 had a really bad season last year. Uh, yeah, and like, a, like a real, like, I mean, even I turned on Hannah because I had really liked yeah, Hannah we, before we that. Did, we did that. We did too. Yeah. And, and, I, and I, but that's what we saw. Like, I got to be honest about what I saw. And it was like, she looked like she was trying to play. Like she thought she was going to play people's fate in her favor. Like yeah. it didn't seem that. And then all of a sudden she was like messing around with three other dudes too. So yeah. it kind of undercut her whole argument. And that, that fiance of hers is a nightmare. Boy, you talk about someone who is in a is, number one has is is like isolating her from every from all of her friends. That's like a scary fiance. Ooh, yeah. I I mean I just but you know she took it too far. Where I, I you know if she had just started softening a little bit and the reunion, like she would have been there and you would have seen a potential redemption season. Yeah. But she just went so hard and then she started bad mouthing production, you know? Yeah. That, and that we all know that is, that is when you get the ax. You yeah. can, you can say the N word all you want, all you want, as long as you go on, watch what happens live and apologize for it. And Andy Cohen says, yes, haven't we all learned and yeah. then you're fine. But if you say one negative word about production or production making things up, you'll never see the light of day again on that show. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're going to take a quick little break and we're going to come back to talk about what happened on this show and some more SLC or Salt Wives later. <laughs> Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Poodle, I got to tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, 
and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Have hope, have hope. Keep going, queens. Okay, we are back. And y'all apparently, for, for, for Summer House, y'all, they're like, COVID's all. Yeah, all of a sudden they're like, oh my, like I saw a packed restaurant and I love on TV now. I get scared when I see a packed anything. And I'm like, oh my God. And I know they've all been tested and stuff, but like what a wild thing. Cause then I feel like they have to get tested every day just to go in and drink rose in front of people, you know? (laughs) Just just to be able to shout send it in a restaurant, they have to be tested. So y'all, they're at they're at dinner and they're asking, they're kind of getting to meet one another and uh uh, Alex wore his short sleeved hoodie for the occasion. Um, loves, loves his guns. I loves don't, his I don't, guns. I don't have a lot of uh, high hopes for him. Uh, yeah. Well, I just can't get a beat on his like. Th- but see, this is what I said this week. I said there's got to be something a little dark with this guy, or he wouldn't be there in the first place. <laughs> you know how they always save something, you know? Or in ninety days is perfectly where they're always like like fifth episode. But what he doesn't know is like, we don't know what we don't know yet. Like there's gotta be something with him or he wouldn't have been chosen. So like, I'm thinking he has like an anger issue and we just don't see it yet. There's gotta be something. They wouldn't just put a bland person that works out a lot in the house. I agree with you. Um, the, it's not like Jessica from below deck or Jess from the, the, the third stew. Yeah. Um, (laughs) from this season (laughs) where we were like, why are you there? Even she was just like, I woke up Even one morning was and was like, like I don't, I don't even know confused. why I'm here. Yeah. 
They're like, all of a sudden I was up on the, on the boat and that told me, someone told me to get a rag. Um, <laughs> She's like Danny Glover and leave the weapon. I'm too old for this shit, you know? Uh, boy, poor Jess. So they are, everyone's, everyone is single besides Danielle, who is basically in this marriage with the guy we saw her with, yeah. Robert. And I'm, I'm happy for her. I, I, last, last season when we never saw Daniel do anything but work, <laughs> which I think we see, you, like you said it before, Daniel's the most well-adjusted of them all. And she takes, she takes Lindsay's side when she needs to. And Daniel had more to say. It was that kind of young girls against the older, not, not old girls, older girls, um, like Lindsay and Danielle. But what reality star like goes to a summer house and like she literally we really did just see her work all day where it's like, I I mean, like I imagine her company, if they watch this, we're like, damn, we're proud of you, girl. Like, I know that like no, I mean, I've just I would go on that house and just say, I'm just not going to work. Screw it. I quit. You know, like Paige and Hannah would just like sit. They would they would do influencer shit down there by the pool. (laughs) It was amazing. No, And I related to that, you know? Yeah. That's what, uh, yeah. Now that now, I mean, I, when I when I do work, it's like me sitting at my computer, uh, writing ads or and recording stuff. Um, <laughs> I'm like, that's work. So they are, they're they're basically talking to Lindsay, and I think Paige asks, "So how's Jason? If you don't know who Jason was, you didn't watch Winter House, but." Jason was the guy who was a model, but didn't really have a personality until the last two episodes. He, was, he, he cooked a lot in there, and he yeah. was like an overall good guy. Like, he yeah. might be the male Danielle in some ways. Kind of. That's a good way to put it. So that's why they're, 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 uh, they're, they're kind of drawn to people like that. But she, Lindsay has been, Lindsay was with Jason, uh, and... They they got together at the end of Winter House and they were dating off and on. We're going to talk about what happens uh, after oh. that in a little bit. Um, I know who knew Summer Summer House never got this real this quick. No, and that's why I was like, all these shows are like just what what the biggest lesson you got to take away from these shows is don't get older. You know, like Seriously. Just don't get older and, <laughs> and like and just like that, the Sex and the City, just don't get older. You won't have to deal with any of these issues if you don't get older. Can you? <laughs> Stop putting old people on television. No, by the way, yeah. by the way, it's like, and just like that, I, it's scaring the shit out of me every week. Like it's, it makes being old look like the saddest thing yeah. that you could ever possibly imagine. You know, and I don't watch it. And this is, and I, oh. I've said this before on the show. I've never seen a full episode of even the original sex in the city oh, wow. as a gay man. Can you imagine? That, I just, I know. Are you sure you're gay though? So I, too? Like, I, I have, People have gasped like I was an actual man, man, like animal hybrid. And I just showed them my like deer legs <laughs> when I said that I had never seen an episode. And I think it's because it's, it's because I always hated the 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 I, I watched like a little bit of it. And like the the Samantha puns really got on my yeah. nerves. And so it was just hard to stomach. And. I was never a fan of um, of uh, of I, I I liked the Cynthia Nixon character, um, but I was just never a fan of the Sarah Jessica Parker character. 
Uh, well, she's gotten even worse. Like it yeah, is. I, it, it, it's wild. And then I and then it was like too too deep in, and I could not. I couldn't just start it like in season three. And so I was like, oh, I'll go and watch it again. But uh, with the way and just like that has gotten, I'm like, I think I'm out. Uh, <laughs> but you know what? I, for some reason, like it is what I look forward to now the most each week because people I hate immediately watching it, yeah. hate it so much. And I don't, <laughs> I don't know when that changed with me or with all of us where I now enjoy hating something just as, as much as I enjoy loving something like, like Lisa Rinna. I hate Lisa Rinna with a passion, with a white hot burning passion, but I need her on the show. I've, like I want, I want to feel those feelings. I think I've hate watched for as long as I've loved watched. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's, I'm just like, it's so funny that I'm like, it's like, um, you know, it's like when, you, you know, you you taste something bad and you'd be like, this is horrible. Taste this. And yes. like, that's what I am with. Like, I'll be like, oh my God, I hate this. I have to keep watching, you know? Yeah, I think that's the way, that's the way Real Housewives Salt City is for me um, in a way. But especially now, because we, we hit that, we'll talk about this in a second, but we hit that height with the bus ride and the the the, the Shaw rest. Um, and now we're in this weird, let's scream at someone who's going to be the person Jen screams at this. Well, and, and, the, and the amazing thing about any of that is that she's in a cast full of people that let her do that yes. and then apologize to her for getting her <laughs> screaming. Like, I'm so sorry. You got so mad at me. Like, let's give you the big room in the house. Like what, what is like, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm sometimes having a stroke when I watch salt Lake. Cause I'm like, there's no way this is happening. Like it's, there's no it's way really a talent. If you had a friend that got into your face like that, even one time you would seriously think I, I would be like, get, you're, I mean, I pro- I'm a pussy, but I would like like to think I would be like, <laughs> get your finger out of my face, get it out of your face, like get. And I do not want to be around right. you. And like Lisa's like, oh, it's okay. <gasps> you should get the big room. You deserve the big room. Yeah, I. That's that's why I will never. And we'll talk about it in a second. But Meredith fell so far for me since the beginning of that. I I I really I always liked Meredith. I thought and, Meredith was the chicest, coolest, yeah. like really pretty. And now, now it's, I, don't I have a totally different viewpoint. Yeah, yeah. it's ugh, yuck. But that's, so, the other thing, that way, that's the other thing I love about all of reality shows is that we have to normalize loving somebody one season and hating them the next. You've yeah. got to be okay with it. You you know, it's not like sports where it's like, you that's my team through and through. Like, no, if somebody screws up on a reality show, you have every right to change your opinion each season. Yeah, it's full on like Coliseum feeding Christians to the lions <laughs> every yes. time I yes. cry for their blood. And <laughs> it's it, it's our basis instincts. So we're uh they're still out and 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 they're they're talking to Lindsay about Jason and he she's like she tells uh uh Paige is, is it she's like is it kind of a thing where you don't want to have the first weekend or you're really not really feeling him anymore and she's like a little bit of both so, yeah because he he's not there yeah yeah so they are they're pushing her and saying so Lindsay and carl's like so Lindsay, you want to be single is that what you're kind of telling me? she's like fuck you carl yeah why are you coming for me carl don't you don't want to activate me i'm like please activate her my favorite moments of the show is when Lindsay gets activated <laughs> they, and they literally put up like demon eyes on her <laughs> And it was like, but like, she really does turn just like that. And that's, yeah, she that's does. what we call range. Like that's range. She, and, and there, and it all seems, and the thing about Hub House is it is 100% authentic. You, we have, we as watchers of this show, our bullshit meters are finely tuned. And every time for her, it is 
she is feeling those things. And the other, the other thing I love about Lindsay is when she's trying to understand something, you literally see the <laughs> see gears the turning in her brain. And she's like trying to understand it. Well, it's like that show Lost where you get clues like along the way. But like the biggest clue I got last season was we found out she was in the ROTC. And, <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, Lindsay's a soldier. Lindsay yeah, is a is. soldier. Like she and like started like hitting people with her shoulder in that one fight scene. And I was oh like, my oh, my God, this is amazing. And the other thing I, I want to give credit to Lindsay, and I'm not even joking, is that Lindsay and Lindsay will give any guy a chance. Totally. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have a feeling Lindsay's going to hook up with the the beefy one that eats a lot of hamburger meat. Yeah. Like, I have a feeling, like, because she wants to make it very clear to everybody, I'm dating, but I'm also single. And I want to have fun. And, and this she lived- cooch is open for business. That's what it is. Yeah. I, I, like, Jason, that was, Jason was benefited from that in Winterhouse. Mm-hmm. Because Jason was the nice guy that Lindsay doesn't usually go for. But Lindsay will give any guy an opportunity. That, and there's something beautiful about that. I think, <laughs> No joke, because I any, I, I'm hoping to benefit from that one day with Lindsay. I, with I Lindsay, do, I do have a crush on Lindsay sometimes. Yeah, I think I think she's she's very attractive, and we we kind of put it out there that we thought we might want to interview her. And I'm thinking then she'd go back and listen to the show when we've said crazy oh. things about her. <laughs> oh, that's that, I recapped all of Summer House last season, and I got really. I got really scared about that. Like I get, I get scared about that with anybody. Cause I, yeah. I really say the truth, you know, I'm scared about like, I don't want to ever speak to Noella on all OC. Cause I'm just going off on her every day now. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's sometimes not worth it. Uh, So you guys, she's, she has this moment with Carl where she kind of screams at him and everyone's like, and everyone's like, oh, okay, we don't want to activate Lindsay, blah, blah, blah. So then we're going out to the club. It's well, party not, time. Not, Carl goes home like a pro, man. That's Carl, right. He goes home, gets ready for bed, and everybody else, like, you know, and Lindsay goes home with them, but they don't even talk about it because Carl's like, I know enough not to talk about Lindsay, or, you know, it's not going to do any good now. And I was like, God, how amazing is Carl that he's not going to even fight with Lindsay until the next day because it's not worth it. But then the rest of them go out and party at the club. Yeah, the rest of them are, and they're kind of trickling in, and everyone's home. But Kyle, y'all, and if you watched, if you know what happened, you know, I'm going to say it's two seasons ago when they showed that clip, he did, he like cheated on Amanda when he was blackout drunk. And he said, and the excuse was, I I didn't even know what I was doing. So Tom Schwartz does this on Vanderpump Rules too, where he gets so (laughs) shit canned. And I then had a theory that he was just getting that shit canned so he could cheat. Just so he could cheat. (laughs) Like he's putting his body through like the most just so he can cheat on Katie, you know? Oh God. So they are, uh, everyone's, and of course, Amanda's going crazy. And one of the things, uh, it's hard to be Amanda. Because she's always the biggest adult in the house. She's always everyone's mom. She's always trying to referee fights between everyone. And so she's she has a big control issue uh, with everybody in her life. And you saw her coming apart when she did not know where Kyle is. I guarantee you this happens a lot with them. Well, she even said, she said when the girls were in her bed, when they had, like, she had called him 27 times, she said, it was so bad a couple weeks ago, Kyle wouldn't come home and my mom called a car service to take me to her house in Jersey. Like that's dark shit. Like that is dark. If you're, and I want to know also, like how did they end up leaving the club without Kyle in the first place? It is like, weird. Do they I not, like, 
My friends would have said, we need to get Poodle because he's not going to go home with, he, he needs to, he, if, if Poodle's over in the corner making out with a Latin guy, nothing's going to go good. <laughs> we yeah, we but, need to go get him. <laughs> but in, like in reality shows, there should be rules where it's like, yo, dude, we have a group full of, we have a house full of people you need to hang out with. Don't yeah. hang out with your like summer loving bros. Like, you know, it's like guys I've never even seen in those clips and he's just drinking rosé by himself. I'm like, no. You go back to the house and you talk to the housemates. You don't say you we're we're we have a show, baby. You know it is really misanthropic. It's 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 weird to like leave the house behind. You're exactly right. Um, and you guys, so Amanda's losing her mind. She's calling, and we find out this is I I I'm, I was at a loss. Um, we we find out that what you said before. It's like we find out that she said I'm thinking about if I call off the wedding. Because he can't control his drinking, he has to pay. We have a contract. He has to pay my parents back for every cent they spend. And you could see Sierra's face, like in the in, in the night vision camera. You guys, night vision. Sierra camera. went, "Fuck." <laughs> Even like, Paige, who normally has a great poker face, went, "Yeah, that's bad." <laughs> and I hate it because, like, I want. I like them. I don't yeah. want, but like, I, I they're I the royal couple of the show. I know. And that's like, I, I interviewed them this past week, but I hadn't watched the episode yet. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. like I had seen the preview and the preview is so dark for them anyways. Yeah. So my first question was like, are you guys all right? Like, because I know they got married, but the preview makes it look like it's the most intense season for them. And, and by the way, we haven't even seen half the stuff that they showed in the trailer with no, no, them no. breaking up. So I, I, I just get scared for them, you know? I honestly, I, I, I was talking about this with a listener. I think this is a starter marriage for both of them, um, especially. But it's for like Amanda. the shows involved now, and like all of the, all of their finances and businesses in the show yeah. now. And I just and Kyle, yo, dude, like you got to wake up. Like you, he heard all of those what what's been said about him. Andy grilled him on Watch What Happens Live because it's like. At this point, like if you if you're working that hard, you need to get that obliterated just to have fun. I mean, I love booze, but like that's an issue, you it's, know. It's now becoming, and this is whether whether it's whether it's not just. It's, I'm not going to call anything an addiction that where someone won't admit to it, but like uh, it's it's a problem with alcohol at this point. So, and it's and it's it's to me, it would be getting Bravo PR involved saying. Do we need to send you to rehab or or so you need to because this is endangering our investment in this because right now you're 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 getting married and you're your couplehood. Well, I I asked him, I go, how are you? How are you keep drinking this much? I know well, I was like saying it in a nice way of like, you still like seem like you're in shape and all that, like and you can wake up early. Right. How do you do that? And he goes, well, he goes, well, you know. I, I really started mainly just drinking Lover Boy, and that kind of gives you a nice buzz, and it doesn't get you too out, of, too whacked out. And I'm like, okay, they're like, you can just if, if you not have an Lover addict Boy, at all, you can keep drinking because it's Lover Boy. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. He meant he was able to plug his product as well. Oh, I know. I thought um, it was kind of genius. Uh, yeah, I, I don't, I unless he really changes like a Carl change. I, 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 it, I think it's hard. Cause I think she's way, she needs way too much stability and she needs to be able to, she needs someone she can put the pieces together and kind of mother. And he's, he's good for that, but he, he freaks out about it too. And they're just so volatile. And yeah. Uh, anyway, 
we the next morning we have some uh he does get home, by the way, like at four at four a.m. And well, the she's three also girls. thrown his bags out. Yes, let's not forget his, about that. That is very his, George and Martha. <laughs> she's broken his like dop kit with all his like, and you hear glass breaking in the bathroom. Yeah. It was like amazing. Like, which, by the way, I totally, I I'm, I usually hate dramatic things like that, but it's like fuck him if he's done this before and she's called twenty seven times yeah. and he's not answering his phone at all. Like, it's awful. You got to lay down the line, you know, lay down the law. I. I if I was her friends, I would say you need. We want you to want more from him. We 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 do because this is you. You need to ask for more. You can't be okay with this. Um, yeah, my greedy my greedy head was like, you guys have got to make it because you know Hannah's rooting against you. Oh you yeah, they Hannah's are. like so. Like I want them to make it just to spite Hannah. You know. <laughs> Can you can you imagine if they had a really public breakup and what Hannah oh, would say? She would love it. She <laughs> would love it. Um. So the next thing we the next morning, uh, they're kind of still not talking with one another, and they uh, Alex of course cooks two pounds of ground turkey, <laughs> and uh, and then wait wait. Also, he goes. He comes back from the gym. He goes. Oh, good. My ground turkey's still here. Like somebody was just going to eat his ground turkey. So I'm like, yeah, the other eight of us had a teaspoonful. And there's still a pound for you. <laughs> um, so so we did find out that Carl's talking to Linz and he's like, you know, sorry about what happened. And he's like, are you okay? She's like, cried myself to sleep. But she's like, what happened with Jason is complicated. And turns, she's like, remember when I said it was either the COVID vaccine or my hormones? I was pregnant. I went to the gynecologist. He said, I was six weeks pregnant. She's like, but then the day after I had a miscarriage. And it's just like, I never thought I would see Lindsay having this storyline. And it kind of, we, we're, we're all of a sudden we're in 30 something. <laughs> oh, I, I, that's I, a dated I, reference, but oh my God. No, I, I remember my, you know, Michael and I, yeah. 30, like it was very deep and it was very emotional because in a talking edge, he said, of course I would have kept the baby. I've wanted this forever. I just never thought it would I happen for her. me. And it was like so real and so emotional. And she, you know, said like got pregnant. But by the time, like I even got used to that idea, the next day I was miscarrying. The next day I was in the emergency room and Jason was so sweet and nice, but I wanted to, I couldn't be around him. I wanted to take care of myself. And I just thought like, wow, that, and she didn't want to involve Carl even. No. Because she didn't, she said, I didn't want to put that on you when I wasn't ready. And I just thought, wow, that, you know, we can make fun of Lindsay as, you know, people, people can make fun of Lindsay, but that's a strong woman, you know, she is. that's really strong. And think, and you know what, if you know how Lindsay grew up, Lindsay's mom left when she was yeah. very young and she's talked about it on the show all the time. So she's got major abandonment issues and uh, Lindsay's, Lindsay's a successful person who's come through all that. Yes, she's a little crazy at times and she's a little clingy. Yeah. Um, but she's great reality TV. She really uh, is. And, it, and I'm proud to like her because she then does have these moments like this. Yeah. And it gives it that foundation for us to actually like her for the right reasons. Right. So, and we end with a scream fight between that, that, that gives everyone uh, in the cast a little bit of side eye when they're saying, you stay out one night. And she's like, he's like I'm sick and tired, Amanda, of you not. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and, and it's so funny because Kyle normally has, he speaks in a tenor kind of kind of high voice up here. And he's like, 
I'm sick and tired of you. <laughs> yeah, I fucked up, Amanda. I had fun. I had fun. Um, so y'all, that's that's Summer House. I have high hopes for a good season. I, but again, I had high hopes last season. Um, <laughs> it wait, was wait, shitty. Wait. Did you? I see. I loved last season for some oh. for some reason. I thought I thought the way I thought it was the best COVID season of any. It, you Bravo know what? Show. That's a that's a that's a great way to think about it because I just think it's it was it did not compare to previous summer house seasons. For me, but, it was like hit like you had the sandwiches from Lindsay. You that's had her true. Being crazy, you had Luke playing guitar in his undies just like randomly. You had the Hannah shit going crazy every week. I thought there was always something just so idiotic. That scene where Carl did start drinking after his brother died. For me, it hit like a lot of buttons for me. Uh, but just in terms of COVID, I was like finally a show that's kind of figured it out where they, they just did trap him in a house. You know. Yeah. Um, let's talk just a minute, a yeah, soup song, yes, a soup song of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City with salt, this episode. Salt. So, uh, Salt Wives. Um, so we have, we had the, the great arrest, the, 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 the bus trip and the, the bus freak out. Now we have another bus trip. And my question is, why are any of these women riding the bus anymore? <laughs> Well, I mean, two of them aren't. Like, I love that Mary's like, I will not ride the bus anymore. Like, even Mary's like, I'm out. But I will say it's like an amazing thing where I just imagine these producers are winking at themselves every time they agree to go in one of these things. Yeah. Because, you know, you got high altitude. You got them just like Summer House. They're trapped in this sprinter van. They're trapped. They got to face each other. I mean, I I wish they would just do a whole season in a sprinter van at some point. Like, I I mean, because – I, uh, by the way, I always I said this in there. I want unedited footage. I'll pay twenty <gasps> extra bucks a month. Just give me all the van footage and let me make the show I want to make with it. But like, why wouldn't like you? I just want to see even the boring stuff of them just like looking off into the distance. Like, I want all of it. Of Jenny opening another bag of Funyuns. Um, she loves snacks, Jenny. Like I, you can say a lot of things about Jenny, but she loves her snacks. That's true. Um, but. It was interesting. This was another another episode where it was uh, now it was going to be now it was Jen screaming at Mary instead of Lisa, which was a little bit in the beginning of the episode. But yeah. was there anyone? And this was the first time that Mary kind of got lit off the hook in a while. Um, yeah, because I mean they they kind of dealt with her a second with Whitney at the last dinner table right. but like for the most part it was like Jen came in so hot um it, it you know with the merit and the stuff and like it was very interesting it was one of those things it was like a game of clue or just like like everybody's a character and I don't know yeah I don't know who to be mad at like everybody's kind of gross in a certain way you know and that that's very true and that's to me we I, we don't watch a lot of the housewives shows because number they have so many seasons. But we kind of started with watching this because I liked this housewives iteration because everyone was so different and you had people who were great like Heather and um, and Whitney to an extent. Whitney is kind of getting is getting mar- mired in in with it too now. Um, but is, is that we always do her baby voice? Uh, I, I I like spiritual things. Yeah, we're gonna everyone be in a circle. <laughs> I do I do like the fact that she really did want. I want to share this with everybody. And like Meredith is just like, 
she's all like pilled out and can't get dressed in time. Like, I love the fact that she really like wants to get like, I want to share this special part of my life. And Mary's like, girl, no, thank you. I'm going to be there later. I've taken two benzos. I mean, Uh, like, I feel like I would see (laughs) Meredith like nodding off at some point, you know? Yeah. She's, I don't, it's on, she's on something. I don't know what it is, but it's, it's something. Maybe it's Xanax. Maybe she's I, born just, with it. It's, it's becoming <laughs> it's becoming so apparent though that it's like it is, and the whole family is like that. The whole family kind of like, uh, and then there's creepy Uncle Finger Seth oh. that he's always like, oh, I love titties. Not my, he's I love my. so fucking gross, right? Uh, like I try to like I, I I just don't. He's so weird, and now he's like so comfortable being like he's like I'd love to fuck your wife. Like and like everyone's <laughs> like <laughs> Seth is so funny. Fat. You have to say it fat the way she does. Fat. 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 And then um, last season, he was always like, I want you to come to Canton, Ohio. Canton. She, Canton, Ohio. Okay. For the number one, she was definitely probably banging some other people, as Jen says. How many escorts was Seth banging? On the well, road. You, I mean, when we saw that picture of him, like that little thirst shot on his birthday oh. cake, and I was like, he's like shaved chest, and I'm like, that's fucking sad, man. No. Like you're you're trying to go, you're trying to hit go with a young crowd. He you know? was he was on fucking Ashley Madison and shit. <laughs> uh, you, uh, he's got, he just he's that he just he's he is that person. He's gross. Um, but he's the Salt Lake Joey Gorga. He is. Did you hear at the at the when after the screaming match and and we finally get Jen of course gets around she's like but your son said something about my vagina and I'm like oh my god we cannot be back with this. I mean like I've I've heard about Jen I've heard more about Jen Shaw's vagina moment than any other vagina in my life and I I was married you know like <laughs> I've heard it so like I get shocked when it gets brought up still. I, I I must say when when they said it, I went. Someone had to. No, you can't. We can't still be doing this. We can't it, still be doing this. Well, and then we because we actually have real things to discuss, and yeah. we're still talking about a vagina flash. Like the, like we lit, like she makes the Beverly Hills Housewives look like they grilled Erica last season, which they didn't. Yeah. But these ladies don't even have. They're like. Well, I guess it was a, a weird coincidence. Okay. Well, anyways, you get the big room, Jen. Sorry about everything. Yeah, you're going it, it is. They that, just it's, let it go. They let it go, and they fight about stupid shit. It's the show has. It's a shame because after I thought the the first season of this show was great, and yeah. I was really looking forward to them. And they've got. I, th- I want to say they've got maybe four episodes before the finale or the the, the yeah. tell all. Um, yeah. Maybe three. Feels like and, it's, it feel like it feels like it's been a long time. And then there's it's a four part tell all. So really? uh, yeah, we got another four part tell all with no they Mary. Do two parts a week. I can't have these take a month of my life for these reunions. It's like Beverly. <laughs> no, Beverly Hills almost killed me. It was like a month to get through the reunions. Then they need a reunion of the reunion because we've like spent a whole month I, on the reunion. I don't do the reunions. I kind of read recaps for them, and then I just I just watch the looks. So Meredith will have on some kind of she'll murder an Elmo to make uh, her her outfit this time. And every but everyone's already shown their outfits. And I mean, every- she, and Meredith got universally hated. Like I'm not into like I don't know fashion from like I'm an old Navy man, but like Meredith <laughs> is like got ripped to shreds for her outfit, which Brooks Marks picked out. Yes. And I just like, I wonder, 
how cognizant Meredith is of like what people say, you know? Uh, I don't think she does. And also, don't hate on Old Navy because it is delicious. It is a wonderful fashion. I love a good I, Old Navy shirt. Old Navy, and I'll even go. So I'll even go to the website and see what they put the models in, and I'll buy the whole outfit because I have that. <laughs> I have that little imagination. Um, I hey, I'm fine with that. Um, so I'm excited to see what's the rest of the season. I want to talk about one thing that you also specialize in. Uh, what what pop culture thing? Because you talk about it on the on your yeah. show. What pop culture moment lives rent free in, free in your head right now that overplays over and over again? That's happened this last week or so. Okay, so and this is in a a hate watch memory yes. now. Is that um, Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox getting <laughs> getting engaged yes. under a uh, under a banyan tree? Under like, a banyan so tree. Under a like, I took him. To, I took her to a banyan tree that we first saw. A banyan tree, and then Megan posting it and ending it with, and then we drank each other's. And blood. And then we drank each other's blood. And then like, oh, like, oh, you're so hardcore, girl. And then seeing the video that takes place from like thirty different angles, and and he was like, yeah, it was just us up here. I'm like, who? It's like, it's like when Love After Lockup, they've sent like a one person camera crew, so they're like <laughs> telling cut, and then like making the the poor Love After Lockup act like who don't know how to act, and they're like, I just got to move the angle over here to see you coming out like it is so ridiculous these guys i will rage against them forever because this is not rock and roll this it's is not. sad this is so sad it's like she wore a shirt that said sex the other day and i'm like ooh, do you think they're having sex <laughs> like you it's so dumb that is that is so exactly what they're trying to be they're trying yes. to be rock and roll everything has a picture with him going with his tongue out and i want to fucking cut it off well, Maybe, are we, is, do we sound like, like old people? <laughs> well, well, yeah, 100%. But also, I'm not even talking about his music. I'm talking about what – like they, they show up to an opening of an envelope. They'll go to anything and they'll oh, yeah, dress they like will. a couple – Like so it's not like they're, – they're courting this press. Like the way he was giving out press interviews about the ring, I'm like, yo, you're like <sighs> – you, you want thing. this – you want this attention. It's so bizarre. It's like, and uh... it's all – well, and also like – like I listen, I love Megan Fox in the one little vampire movie that she did that that uh, Co- Co- Diablo Cody wrote. Yes, about Jennifer's Body. I love Jennifer's that. Body. But at the end of the day, guys, she's the girl from Transformers. So we're gonna really <laughs> let the, we're Always. gonna really let like oh that girl from Transformers is running the scene on romance and cool. Like no, <laughs> it's the girl from Transformers, guys. Let's calm down. And also we we've seen how this ends with people like machine gun Kelly. We've seen vanilla ice. We've seen like, we, yep. they don't have the, I mean, by there's the way, no longevity. I'm wrong, I'm wrong. but like, think about pop culture. It always goes circular. Like mm-hmm. there's also, you know, arguments that you say Pam and Tommy Lee, but Pam and Tommy Lee to their credit, which I can't even believe I'm standing up for them. <laughs> like Tommy Lee literally did not give a fuck. Like he was just no. like, fuck, I just want to get my dick sucked. You know? And it, it, it was, it was that idea of, they were just unapologetic themselves and they were doing things. This feels like, this feels like this is clout. This is, yeah. I want to chase the press. I want to, you're a hundred percent right. We, we, I would predict in the next year we'll get some kind of, I don't know about a full sex tape leak, but we will get some kind of 
something with nudity in the both of them. Yeah. Uh, and it will be released from a third party source. Like, you know, the, it's the same playbook, you know, and that's unfortunately why the Kardashians are still as big and important as they are is because they were smarter about the, it though. They're the one running all the moves on pop yep. culture. They're the ones try. And like now they've like managed to get politics involved, su- NBA superstars, football players, musicians, like they have every corner of the market of any market covered by just the the family itself and who they date you know chris Chris jenner is the savviest person alive she is but i think it's just weird because we've never experienced like this in the day and age with social media so i don't even know what happens from here like i don't even know when but like at the same time are we gonna really have to tell chloe she looks fierce for the rest of her life (laughs) Like, do we have to really a girl? No. You look fear, and like all it's like even Meredith Marks. Like, she posted a I, I do a facetune facetune bureau of investigation on the show because she does a face where it looks like her daughter's face. She like right. facetunes it that hard, and I just said at a certain point you got to put like advisories on these things because like some of the best people in art are working right now. And it's just on Chloe's photos. This isn't <laughs> Chloe, you know, like this isn't Chloe and we've got to like stop right. encouraging shit, you know, it's, and it's but making, also, I'm a dude. I don't know. like, I, and it's making, it. and it's making, uh, Instagram culture like that is making women get eating disorders. Young women get eating disorders. Oh, I say that all the time. I have 11 year old niece and I, she's my 11 year old niece is not allowed on Instagram, but I'm scared of the day when she will be allowed on yep. Instagram, you yep. know? Nice way to end our show. <laughs> Sorry, you guys don't know. Wait, wait. Also, also, Jen Shaw is guilty. Do not let, I also, wait, real quick. Jen Shaw is guilty. Jen Shaw, Jen Shaw, though, she's literally distracting at every moment. You guys, she like, she'll, she'll bring up her vagina just so she doesn't have to talk about the actual case. Like Preach. she's got these ladies. Like, she knows that Meredith and Mary don't have anything to do with this. You guys, no. she knows it, but she, That's will garbage. Throw, she is a desperate animal clawing any way she can to get out of this thing. And, and I, I think it's kind of working. FYI. It is. And, uh, after the show goes, uh, after the show ends, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. Uh, shops airing anyway. Um, y'all, this is Brian. Thank you so much for doing Dude, a Bravo blowjob with me. My God, anytime. This is really. I I hate the reason why I'm here, but I really. It's such an honor because yeah. you guys really are amazing, and the audience. Thank you for putting up with me for two episodes. I really of appreciate course, it. of course. We loved. I, I I loved having you. We the royal we, y'all. <laughs> uh, y'all check us out on Instagram at Reality Gaze Podcast. Check us out on Twitter at Reality Gaze Pod. Where can they find you, Ryan Bailey? Uh, so bad it's good with Ryan Bailey on Instagram, Ryan Bailey twenty five on Twitter, and the podcast is just so bad it's good with Ryan Bailey. It's on all the podcasting outlets. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And you don't have to listen to all of them. Just pick a guest you like or a pop culture roundup and just give it a shot. Lovely. Lovely. Don't listen to Ryan Bailey. One more other thing. We got live shows coming up uh, the 28th and 29th of this month in New York City. New York City. Get a rope. Get a rope. Exactly. Um, and y'all, the tickets are still available for Saturday and Friday. We have lots of tickets available. So we're also doing the Crappies. Watch what Crappens Awards on Thursday with Ben and Ronnie. Uh, that's available either virtually or also in New York City. Um, so get those there. Ryan Bailey, thank you so much. Thank um, you. And we will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. 